Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, folks. Live and local 1FM, it's Sport and Road Time. I'm Johnny Painter, and with me is Craig Stott. Good morning, listeners, and good morning, John. How good are morning, you? Craig. I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah. I think you slept in this morning, must oh, have. Oh, no, just a little bit of uh, a few different things around home, so I was sort of running around oh, a little okay. bit. Yeah, exactly. No problems Yeah, there. for sure. But still, mm. So how was your week? It's been a good week, yeah. Lots of bits and pieces done, and uh, yeah, it's been should quite got, interesting. Should get a lot done with the warm weather that yeah, was around. It's, it's been good, hasn't it? I actually um, got up on the roof and um, give the evaporative uh, a clean out. Although it was a very, very quick clean out, but um, I just made sure all the water was clean and uh, refreshed. And I normally pull the pads out and give them a hose through as well, but this time I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. I just gave it a quick clean out, fill it up with water as I normally do for the evaporative system on the roof. And then I chucked up half a bottle of um, eucalyptus flavoured disinfectant into the water. So it all turned white and milky. So uh, when I went down inside, I put the um, the initial use on um, water only. So it um, actually pumped all of the water up and uh, disinfected all the pads for me. So, <laughs> so it worked out really well. And then as soon as I turned the thing on, the house smelled beautifully of eucalyptus. So it was, oh, it was a great job. Yeah, it worked well. I thought mm. you. I thought. Have you seen the movie Almost Famous? No, no, no I haven't. a guy, one of the yeah. singers on the band, jumps up on the roof. I am the Lizard King. Oh, I can right. do anything. I'm thinking you're up on the roof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he right, dived yeah. off that into the swimming pool. But, yeah, uh, mm, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was nice and hot this week. It was, yeah, good. It was got, warm, wasn't got it? A lot done. Yeah, exactly. I think it got too hot too quick. Yep. But you can see a lot of the farmers out there cutting their yeah, hay and the, doing their silage. Just, and just dry enough to get the uh, machinery on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shorty got nearly 600 bales the other night. Oh, well, that's all right. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the McGills and the churches are doing, but yeah. I will find that out. Mm. <coughs> I was watching another one of my um, my home group kids when I was at school, um, Eddie and Leanne. Out at uh, they were doing the same out at Farm Rovers, they call it, and they were doing the same thing. They were getting stuck right into it as well. So yeah, it's absolutely great to see uh, people hopefully getting crops off in time. Yes, yes. Mm. And guess what else I've done? What have you done? I've packed my bag. Oh, you're getting ready. Yeah. Oh, yes. You, they haven't tried to dodge you with um, the accommodation costs or anything because of Adelaide, have they? No, no. no just no. as well. It's 130. <laughs> it's double the yeah. cost now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, just proves you've got to get in early. Yeah, exactly. But even then, some will try and, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm happy we've got that. That's yep. all paid for. The airfares are paid for. I've just got to make sure they can start the plane. Exactly right, yeah. That's the other thing. It's a that was um, the old story about one of our past prime ministers used to take his wife uh, with him because he's the only one that known who could kickstart a jumbo jet. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of, yeah, push start a submarine, yes. <laughs> Uh, mm. These things happen, and you know, looking forward to this last round. There's yeah, quite it's going to be great, isn't it? Yeah, we'll go through. We've got a little bit on that one too. 
But uh, we've got two great sponsors looking after our program we for us too. We it's certainly fantastic. do. Fantastic. Goodyear Auto Care on Walshford Street. They're going to get some roadworks around there very shortly. Yeah, it'll stop just past there, according to the what I was looking at the paper, paper. on the Friday. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, go see them. They've got a big thing on wiper blades at the moment. Yep. And so a lot of the. Parts, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. The yep. amount of dirt that's been brought up from yeah, the floods. Yeah, exactly. Now turning to up. dust, yeah. That's mm. right. You put your wipers on the first time and there's the edge off your wipers yeah. gone or a scratch on your screen. And you've got super smear right the way across, yeah. That's mm. it, mm. especially for the rear wipers. So uh, yeah. that's what they're looking at, which is fantastic. They look at anything for safety. And yeah, for sure. It's obviously safe for everyone then. They're absolutely great mm. people too, Um you're going to see Rod and all the crew in there. They'll back everybody up and make sure your car is safe for you and that uh, the round black things that touch the road are in good condition. Yes, <laughs> yes. In actual fact, seen a couple of SCS cars with uh, only one headlight too. Yep, yeah. I saw one of the council ones um, on uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. One of the council youths driving around one eye. I, I, can so, un- yeah. I can understand losing a headlight with all these potholes at the moment, yep. jumping in and out. You know. Shaking them up and down, exactly oh, right, yeah. yeah. But still, it's no excuse for not walking around the car and checking them. No, that's exactly mm. right. Mm. But it's good to see people out there now starting to fill in these potholes. Yes, yeah, exactly. So um, let's hope mm. they can get into it. I saw a post on social media. Someone said they should take all those um, used sandbags out and tip all the sand into the potholes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that would help someone yes, along the line. Exactly. But yeah, mm. no, no, Goodyear Auto Care are really good. Oh, also, they're fantastic, aren't they? Also, a big range of automotive batteries. Yeah, for sure. And we've just got to be careful with these electric cars now. There are some car parks in Melbourne that will not allow electric car into yeah, the car park. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it won't be long before tunnels and yep. all that will be the yeah, same. Yeah, for sure, because of the Fire fear of the lithium batteries. Yeah, that's exactly. Correct. Yeah, so that's something we've got to look into. Yeah, for sure. And mm. um, yeah, around our place, we've got mosquitoes the size of oh, yeah, heli- helicopters. Yep, exactly, yeah. I use my, um, it's called Flight uh, Flight Radar 24, yep. and I follow that, and I reckon that some of the mosquitoes are coming up on that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, driving to work last night, oh, there's a mosquito on the door glass. I went splat on it. Mm. And it went splat all right, yep. all red everywhere. So yes, so it's got you somewhere. It's got me, yeah. I mm. found out, but yeah. Yep. Mm. But it won't be sucking any more blood. No more. fear, exactly right. And the other sponsor is... Our other wonderful sponsor is the Shepherd and Motorcycle Group with the Household Honda site and the AJ's Motorcycle site. They've got two fantastic sites there. I believe there are plans in the um, offing to um, combine them into one big um, super motorcycle store at well, some stage in the future. Because they've got fences yeah. around the park next yeah. to Hansel Honda. That's true, yeah. Mm. I wonder if it could be that one. That would be interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So uh, we'll see what happens with that one. Anyway, Household site, that's your Honda site and also the um, Segways. And that's the we we sort of dub it the four stroke side because it's all the Honda stuff in there. It's all that's, four stroke. That is correct. Which is absolutely fantastic. And then on the AJ side at um, Purcell Street, just by the railway station, you've got the uh, Can-Am Spiders. You've got KTM bikes, and I see our Jack Miller is um, on KTM now. He had yes. a ride on the GP bike this week for the first time. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And his mechanic, the uh, Ducati people, taped him up and put him on a trolley and delivered him to the KTM people. They did that. Uh, Frosty too Yeah they did didn't they Yeah A few years back now Good fun Absolutely great fun Yeah we'll see what happens In Adelaide there too Yeah exactly right too Now we had a um, Well Superbike round 11 Is coming up in Indonesia this week And then a couple of weeks time We have the final round This uh, Indonesian round is the penultimate Because there are two rounds to go And guess where the last one is (laughs) Phillip Island 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's in a couple of weeks' time as well. And uh, I won't be going down there for that. I'm going to watch one from home on the telly for a change instead of being down there. But with two rounds to go in the uh, 2022 Motul FIM Superbike World Championship, titles on the line in terms of the title race. A tropical island of Lombok welcomes World Superbikes for second season and being Southeast Asia, a rain shower is never far away. And if anything, last year's actions any to go by, the Pirelli round may be one of the most dramatic of 2022. Add to the fact that the resurfacing of the Mandalika or Mandalika circuit, depends on which way you like to pronounce that one, it was completed a few days ago and the characteristics of the new asphalt are unknown. I reckon it's black and sticky. Yeah, exactly right. And then, of course, it's on to Phillip Island for the final season finale held here in our own backyard. Well, that'd be good. Hmm. I wonder what weekend that is. That yeah. might be the same weekend I'm in Adelaide. It's possible too. I'm not sure. On that. No, I think it's before. It's actually November. I think it's the week before because you're on there the first um, of yeah, December. I'll yeah, I leave on the 30th. Yeah. yeah, no worries at all. Fly out on the big silver goonie bird. Yep, exactly right, yeah. Yeah. The in- Indonesia-Asia back-to-back at the end of the season holds unknowns and important changes for us all or challenges for us all. Yeah. Starting with Mandalika... Those complete resurfacing was only completed a few days ago, so no one knows the characteristics of the new asphalt. We will certainly find a non-rubberized circuit. That's not rocket science, is it? Exactly. Tire wear could be more pronounced in free practice on Friday. We expect the situation to improve over the weekend with the track's evolution, but... Still, we don't know how aggressive the new surface can be. Yeah, of course, this is from a bloke named Giorgio Barbia, who is one of the principals from Pirelli. That is correct. Yeah. The tyres for this round were shipped at the end of July. (laughs) And based on what we saw last year and being aware of the possibility the circuit could be resurfaced, we decided to bring an allocation made up of both softer and harder and wear-resistant solutions. That's interesting. Alvaro Batista can take the title this weekend in Indonesia and as early as race one if things go his way and then arrive in Australia with the championship already under his belt. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Batista, never been a broad. The Ducati Parangal F- V4R at Mandalika. But that didn't phase him on his way to wins at Estoril and most. It's an uphill task, but uh, Razgadioglu won't give up on the title rate either just because the points are saying so. At the very minimum, he'll hope, uh, he'll hope to take the title fight to Australia, and to do that, he must whittle the current 82-point deficit to less than 62 come the end of this round. In motorcycle racing, you never know what can happen. Technical issues, bad weather, or being caught up in someone else's accident are just some of the external factors that have impacted this year's race title for all three title contenders. It's going to be a good one. Top Raker stated that Mandalika will be strong for him and Yamaha as well as for Jonathan Ray and Kawasaki. So if the weather holds firm, perhaps there might be a twist. In the green corner, title changes are happening by a thread for Jonathan Ray. It remains mathematical, but it... But it would have to be the worst of bad luck for his opponents as well as domination to keep him in it. Realistically, it looks like being another year with number 65. But that doesn't mean he'll be pushing any less. That's for sure. Kawasaki and Ray were double winners at Mandalika in 2021, although. 
Yeah, the fight's also alive for the fourth overall in the Manufacturers' Championship standings with just three points separating Honda from BMW and so far the Japanese manufacturers have the advantage. Ika Lakuona. Who? Ika. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a great name. <laughs> He's eighth in the championship standing with just one place ahead of Scott Redding, while Lakuona's teammate Xavier Vierge is enjoying some strong races for Honda's rookie duo. It'll be back to basics this weekend as they both learn a new track in, the, in terms of the Mandalika layout. World Championship points at the moment. We have Alvaro Batista. He's on 507 points. From top rack. 425. Then we've got Jonathan Ray. 409 points. We've got Michael Rubin Rinaldi. 260 points. Then Alex Lowe is fifth. 217 points. Andrea Locatelli. 212. Axel Bassani, seventh. He is 206 points. Then Ika Lakuona. Oh, that was him again. Yep. 189 points. From Scott Redding. On uh, 172. And then in 10th place, Xavier Vierge. On 134. Now, Tom Sykes, who was um, a previous world champion uh, with Kawasaki, will ride for Kawasaki's Pachetti Racing Team next year in the 2023 um, World Superbike Championships. Tom began his career in the national championships, first on 125s and then in Supersport. In 07, he moved to the British Superbike, where he remained until 08, scoring a total of three race wins, 16 podiums, and making his debut in World Superbike in 2009, a championship which he remained in until last year. During his long and prestigious career, Tom was crowned Superbike World Champion in 2013, aboard a Kawasaki. Over 13 years in World Superbike, Tom competed in 355 races and amazed 34 race wins, 114 podiums and 51 pole positions. It's not a bad record, it's is it? not too bad. It mm. doesn't say how many times he fell off, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He has scored more super poles than any other rider in World Superbike history. And after one season in the British Superbike Series, Tom now returns to the World Championship with the Kawasaki Pachetti Racing Team, both rider and team sharing the same desire to position at the very top of the series. So, Tom, I'm really happy to be joining Kawasaki Pachetti Racing and returning to the World Superbike paddock. For years, I've been impressed by the way in which Manuel Pachetti manages his team and by the maternity with, uh, with which goes with racing as well as a team's inter infrastructure of course all aspects that mean I'm highly motivated ahead of the 2023 racing season I also have another opportunity in that I'll be part of the Kawasaki family once more building on a relationship that has always been very solid I can't wait to get started on this project and get to know the whole team. Now, from the team um, principal, Manuel Pacetti, it's truly a great pleasure for me and the team to welcome a world champion like Tom Sykes. I'm sure that together we can learn and grow, also harnessing his significant testing experience to make our ninja even more competitive. With a rider of his calibre, our goal can be nothing less than top five. We've already arranged a test schedule starting in Jerez in December when we'll be able to start to mould our ninja around Tom. Then we'll continue with the tests in the wind tunnel and further track tests in January. The entire team is very excited to welcome a top rider like Tom Sykes. 
want to thank uh, Lucas Mahias for the four years we've spent together. We enjoyed success and satisfaction in super sport while in superbike, despite um, a positive performance overall. We've had to deal with some injuries that have prevented us from achieving the kind of results he and our team deserve. We wish Lucas the very best in a bright future. Mm. An official pre-season test of the World Superbike and World SSP classes will be held at Phillip Island ahead of the first round on Monday the 20th and Tuesday the 21st of February. Phillip Island will then open the season on the weekend of February 26th in conjunction with the opening round of the 2023 Australian Superbike Championship. Right, so grab your pens out, folks, because here we go. The 2023 World Superbike Calendar. First round, February the 26th at Phillip Island. Second round, March the 5th, Mandalika. Then the third round, the April 23rd, is at Assen in Holland. Round four, May the 7th at Cataluna. Then five, uh, round uh, June 4th at Misano. Round six, July the 2nd at Donington Park. Then at uh, number seven is July the 30th at the Autodromo Most in Czechoslovakia. Round eight is on the the, uh, 10th of September. Mayor Chorus. Yep, and then in the ninth round will be in October, uh, at the first at Portomayo. And last round, October 15, Circuit San Gil Valleycombe. That's a great name, isn't it, for sure. No yeah. worries at all. Now, we're going to have a quick break, have um, some words from these wonderful sponsors that look after us here at Live and Local 1FM. So we'll be back in a moment. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from from 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio. The Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT double one eight one nine. One FM sponsor. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299 Sponsors of 1FM. What a set of good sponsors oh, they, they are. They really are, aren't they? Yeah, I've got to go to McCl- the wreckers and see what they've got in timbers. Oh, right, yeah. yeah I'm after mm. a bit of, uh, mm. oh, shall we say, 10 inch by 10 inch square posts. Yep. Mm. Four of them, yeah. Something pretty solid there with 10 by 10. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. And I'm going to chisel some timbers into it, so mm. making a big bed out of it. Oh, right. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Sounds interesting. A bit of a project there, mate. It no certainly is, yes. Yeah. Now, MotoGP 2022, round 20 at Valencia, because the season's over and done by now. And uh, we apologise for not being here last week. I had a couple of issues with uh, birthdays and grandsons. <laughs> it's, uh, we just couldn't do it, so not the problem. Now, we all kind of knew that Pecco was going to win that. I didn't. Sure, there was always a wee friction of doubt because uh, MotoGP can be as unpredictable as a drunken hooker. <laughs> but all things considered, he was going to take the championship. Okay. Of course, his ride was all about, uh, and his ride was about as uninspiring as an excuse in defensive lapping as one could possibly see. You can't call it raxing because Pecco Bagnaia was not racing; he was just trying not to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But even if he did fall off, Fabulous would have had to win the race to take the trophy out of Pecco's hands. And for his part, Fabulous was certainly trying his very best, much as he has all year. The commentators advised us that Fabulous was not feeling the pressure. I'm pretty sure he was. There was a lot at stake. After all, Pecco looked very much the bundle of nerves he certainly was. They, he also knew what was at stake, and for the Ducati team, it was a whole lot more of what Yamaha was betting. Yamaha had made it to the final round thanks only to the genius of the defending world champion Fabio Quadraro. He was to Yamaha what Marc Marquez was to HRC. The only hope eggs in all one basket racer who takes, the, takes a bike that's not maybe as well sorted as the others and rides the blessed the shit out of it. <laughs> exactly. Against him and his army of Ducatis, all ridden by outstanding riders and brilliant rookies, in terms of mountains that must be climbed, this was the Everest for Fabulous, but he climbed it anyway and he almost reached the summit. He was close. But, but close <laughs> only counts, as we all know, in horse, horseshoes, hand grenades and thermonuclear weapons. It doesn't mean crap in Monto, Mon, Moto G. Exactly right. Close just doesn't mean it. Yeah. No. The World Champions, uh, the final weekend, the showdown was billed as uh, dawned at bright and beautiful. Ducati had its, uh, filled its garage with every conceivable executive, current and ex-race champions, celebrities and hangers-on. Yamaha seemed to make do with some big man in an unremovable sunnies who whispered endlessly, endlessly to Lynn Jarvis... <laughs> And Rossi, of course, was there with his foot in both camps. Pecco was his VR46 graduate, but Yamaha was his beloved team, even though he did have a short, vainglorious stint at Ducati, which both parties seek to forget. <laughs> so the stage was set, as only Dorna could see it. Pecco, the nervous but deserving favourite, who was to lead Ducati out of its decades-long darkness, and fabulous, the glorious and hugely likeable underdog, despite being the world champion, cursed with less than an ideal bike. It's almost a movie script, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. Front row's unremarkable. Martin on pole, followed by Marquez and Miller. Behind them, fabulous Rins and Maverick, who seem to be finding his feet rather late in the season. Third row was Binder, Pecco and Zarco. Times are all very close. The top 16 separated by less than a second. Pecco looked hesitant during qualifying, understandably not willing to risk a championship on a track that had claimed a few scalps due to the cold right-hand side of the tyre suddenly being asked to hang on. <laughs> yeah. But no one actually expected what happened when the lights went out. Rinse came charging through 
a lot of them, and then just kept right on charging. He had a brilliant and dominating race. I'm sure HRC will once again know, I want to know why Pugh decided to hire the relentless, unimpressed Mia rather than his altogether brilliant teammate. Martin, Miller and Marquez followed on, Rin, on Rin's heels with Fabulous and Pecco right behind him. Fabulous was aggressive from the start. He and Pecco had a slight coming together which cost Pecco a winglet off his Ducati and Tazozzi heart rate monitor to spike into triple <laughs> figures. Oh no. Yeah. Brad Binder trying out a new chassis which he quite seemed to like. He's moved himself into seventh behind Fabulous who once uh, again soldiered past Pecco. I'm going to shorten a little bit there. Brent, uh, Binder also snatched fourth place from uh, Fabulous in turn four, and I was wondering if the South Australian may be able to drag Fabulous towards the front. There were ten laps left, and Pecco was steadily drifting backwards toward the, where the crazy people were. <coughs> Luca Marini then passed Pecco, and now he was well in the clutches of the beast. Renz, hammering on, was starting to look uncatchable as the laps ticked down, and the championship was all back nice. At this stage, Rins would have to fall off, vaguely possible. Martin would need to crash, more than possible. And Miller would need to eat gravel, certainly possible. And Binder and Magnaia would need to tumble. <laughs> As it all started to look improbable rather than impossible, but shortly after Binder went past Jack, Jack crashed. Fabulous was back on fourth, and the Ducati garage was prying and twitching like a medieval congression. <laughs> Pecco Bagwire was now the world new world champion, the first Italian to win on an Italian bike since Gromo Agrosini in '72. Yes, I still miss Rossi and Yoha Lorenzo, but they know how to make it memorable when they win. And that was that for the year. Thank you for your interest in my reports. This is from Boris, of course, and thanks to Trev at um, MC News for the gig. By the time you read this, the Valencia test will be upon us and we start to prepare for next year's. I'll see you all then, I guess. Yeah, hey, yeah. guess what's happening? Yep, we're going to Adelaide. We're going to Adelaide. <laughs> Go to remember, Adelaide. remember that guy that used to drive that uh, Ford Mustang? And one of those things with a blue oval on it. Yeah, he used to drive Volvos before that. He did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So that's we're talking about, Mr. Scott Scotty McLaughlin. McLaughlin, yep. And he'll be looking forward to offering a neutral perspective during his Adelaide TV cameo. I can't see it being neutral, can <laughs> no, you? No, no. Once, no. once the blue over, it's a bit like us. Yeah. <laughs> once the red line. <laughs> yeah. McLaughlin will join the supercar broadcast for the season ending Velo Adelaide 500. The IndyCar race winner has also been confirmed as the event's fan ambassador. <laughs> Not an ambassador, he's yeah. a fan ambassador. Yeah. I like that, that's interesting. Uh, McLaughlin will provide analysis via the Adelaide's 500 social media channels. 56-time supercars race winner will also take part in signing sessions and off-track activities. Okay. His, uh, his special comments will come independent of any team obligations. And prior to leaving for IndyCar, he'd actually raced for the Shell V-Tower team between 17 and 20. Obviously, I'm a fiend, keen follower of the superstars, he said. Yeah, I watch as much as I can. I miss most races because of the time difference, but <clears> I watch a ton of it. To go back and to be part of the Velo Adelaide 500 is amazing. The opportunity was to be a f fabulous ambassador 
and give the fans an inside look into the weekend with my thoughts on the weekend. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, I think that'll be absolutely great. It's going to be good. Hey, the concerts too. Yeah. Sunday night, we've got Mm. the Killers and a special guest that's not, I can't even let let it out yet. Yeah. Saturday night, you've got Jimmy Barnes. He's going to have hip replacement very shortly. Yeah. Uh, You've got Ice House. Yeah. And you've got Noiseworks. It's going to be absolutely huge, isn't it? It's going to be fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Poor old people, they've had to hire a fair bit of gear out of Power Audio out of Melbourne. Yep. Yeah, my son's been busy getting all that ready. Right. So I guess he's got free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, so. one of the things that's come up as uh, we start to run out of time is that the resurfaced Adelaide circuit could deliver record lap times. So this could be quite interesting. And that's a report from the Repco Supercars Championship. The report of James Pavey, yeah. Yep. Existing Adelaide Supercars lap records are likely to come under threat when the series returns this uh, the end of the month. The Adelaide 500 will conclude, conclude the Repco Supercars Championship and the last Adelaide event was held in February 2020. 20. Key to the Adelaide 500 revival has been major resurfing works of the 3.22 kilometre circuit. Yeah, more, with that. more than 70% of the Adelaide Parklands has been resurfaced from the braking zone at Turn 9 right through to the entry of Turn 7. And it's the biggest resurfacing works in the circuit's history and will likely contribute to the fastest Adelaide supercars lap times. They've got to stick to the road too. Yep, definitely. Re- mm. They could slide off and hit the crashes like we did in... Um <laughs> Queensland, yep. that was good, wasn't yeah, it? Reckon. <laughs> Supercars will run on all four days of the December 1-4 to 4 event. Practice 1 Thursday and race 33 qualifying Friday will be held in cool late afternoon conditions. The first practice sessions will commence at 4.25 local time on Thursday. Drivers will then set the running order for Saturday's shootout at 6.05pm on Friday evening. That season looms, that session looms to be the quickest of the weekend given the expected daytime heat. Shane Van Gisbergen holds the practice qualifying record at a minute 19.295 set back in 2017. And he clocked that time on the Sunday morning qualifying a day after he scored pole with a minute 19.57. Race record mean time remains at 1 minute 20.379 set by Chas Mostert back in 2019. Van Gisbergen recently inspected, inspected the track works and gave a glowing appraisal of the new surfaces. We've had some past experience at this track, but <coughs> it will be completely different now, he said. There are no bumps and hopefully no, more grip. Looks like a completely new surface. Looks beautiful. This year's event, like the 2022 Adelaide 500, will be run solely on the Dunlop hard tyre compound. In contrast, the record times in 2017 and 19 came on soft tyres, albeit on an aged surface. Adelaide will be just one of three events after Pukekohe and Bathurst to be run exclusively on the hard tyre. Drivers will have a practice session prior to Saturday's top 10 shootout. Drivers will compete qualifying our shootout and, and another 78 laps on the Sunday. Each drive will have eight pre-marked hard tyres and they will hand back after practice. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, Handing them back, yeah. Yeah, 32 even-marked tyres and eight sets from qualifying onwards. 
Well, there we go. We're looking forward to Adelaide. Well, we certainly it's are. It's going to be absolutely great, mate. And we'll have to do a live crossover while you're there. Oh, and why not? We'll see how we go on the Saturday yeah, morning. You, you tell us in, all what's happening. Do you want me in the Oyster Bar or oh, Shamrock whichever. or no worries PJ at all. O'Brien's or yeah, whichever. Elephant and Wheelbarrow? Mm, there's one around there somewhere. Well, there's plenty. Hotel yeah. Richmond? Maybe oh, gets you, get you walking backwards from one to another. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all be open early on a Saturday morning. Well, there's also the... Uh, <laughs> Beer tents that ran the track. Yeah, definitely. Green caravans. Yeah, for sure. Well, time for us to go, folks. It's uh, been great being here. I certainly hope you've enjoyed the program. Please drive safe. Check the headlights, please. Too many one-eyed cars. There certainly is. And yeah. take care for the weekend. Enjoy yourselves. And we will. I'm back on air tonight. I'm yep. Back here. And uh, I'll, I'm going to probably use this new chain spoon we've got. Yeah, be fun with that. No worries at yeah. all. So from Johnny Pater, it's bye-bye for now, folks. See you later, everyone. AJ's Motorcycles are now Shepherd and Motorcycles. For more than 35 years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service and advice you would find anywhere. Shepherd and Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepherd and Train Station. Shepherd and Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM Sponsor. This is John Painter. And Craig Stott from, from 1FM's 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 station sponsor if you have enjoyed the show then please let us know what you think at our socials 1fm super saturday sport on facebook and twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more till next week goodbye